0: Because Rod and Karen are hot. Who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? No, not who I am, but when I'm coming, so you sleep. Wasn't in my room. Wasn't in my spear. Knew not who I was, but listen here, dress, D R E S. Yes, I can suck a star. If it's all right with you, I rip. This is one apart. Back middle to the front, don't front. Want a good time? Gonna give you what you want. Can I hear a hey? Hey, you got a yo? Yo, you got a hey? Hey, it's for the hoes. Hoes. The styling is creative. Black sheep is for natives. Never been violated or even decepticated. I got brothers in the jungle, cousins on the quest. Deaf, retarded, uncles in the forest for the rest. Was that what it says? Guess <laughs> guess which way, what, when, how. Mr. Long Dread, black sheep slam now. Down. no you heard the others. Phony to the lovers. But then, of course, the choice is yours. You can get with this. Or you can, can get
1: with that. that. You can get with this. Or you, you can, can get with that. that. You, you can, can get, get with that. this. Or you can get, get with
0: that. I think you, you get, get with this. Because this cause is where it's at. Engine, engine, number, number nine, nine on the New York Yay. Transit line. Well, if my train goes off the tracks, pick, pick, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Back on the scene, crispy and clean. Yes. You can drive and ride because you can't intervene. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Joe's Rod and Karen. Karen. On a Saturday, uh, ready to do feedback, guys. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five-star reviews. Appreciate everybody takes time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is... An unofficial sport. Bulletball. And bullet ball Extreme. And today's podcast is all about listeners like you, guys. It's all about people to take the time out to respond to us. There's a lot of ways to respond to us. A lot of ways to let us know how you feel. You can leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, which, guys we got so many Yay! i'm glad so now y'all can judge the other people and i think last week we would have got them but we did the show early and also um it was on a um i don't know it was like on a delay or something like mm. the next morning i saw like oh people already left five star reviews so you know it takes a couple days on itunes <gasps> for the reviews to populate but you guys left them on itunes and stitcher so thank come you come on through um you can uh, you can also do stuff like uh go to our website and vote in the polls leave comments on each episode you can leave um comments on the polls like you can do that you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less it will cut you off at two minutes this is not just us saying it it's pre-programmed we
1: didn't set the time it was like you know what two minutes
0: that's it 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line at 704 five five seven zero one eight six um and then you can also email us the black guy who tips at gmail dot com we read those on the air as well um and don't forget this week september 26th thursday uh we are going to be at thrive talks podcasting which is at 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar that's from 6 to 8 p.m september 26th i will actually put a link in the show notes to the event uh if i can remember to do that so you guys can uh you know if you're in the charlotte area you want to come out and check us out uh we'll be out there talking about all the things uh that uh makes podcasting work for us all right um all right so of course first things first there are people who donated to the show and we want to give them a shout out we do i dedicate this home to recession
2: depression and unemployment
0: today's Today's a new new day day. and shout out to renate m thank you very much the m stands for money okay because that's (laughs) what we are getting over here we appreciate you um oh shout out to the new iphone taking a long time to load okay all right then i mean new iphone ios not new iphone um although i do want one y'all i was looking Mm -hmm. on at&t and i qualify Mm -hmm. for an upgrade already karen has to wait
1: i was looking like mm -hmm.
0: Olivia. I want my
1: third eye my third uh, uh lens too.
0: <laughs> Keep your third lens open. Come on. Olivia from Chicago, Pete B, uh David from Brooklyn, Ricky A, Black Film Press Comics. We appreciate y'all, all of y'all. Laura F, thank you, Laura. Triangle Wine Co. Thank you. California G. Uh Chris from Hawaii. Corey D'Tigula. April G. Tabitha M. Brianna L Alexis H Dia H Virginia G. Thank you very much, Virginia. Um well, I guess uh Tanya S. Thank you, Tanya. Our boy Wanga from down under. Um uh, shout out to my man. hmm Dana W. Appreciate you. And uh is there any more? Okay, uh, Samuel H.J., thank you very much. And Jennifer H., no relation. That's everybody. Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is the love 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 and the joy that that you you promised and tell tell me it's alright. the I almost gave up uh, my power that I can't explain, oh, probably, y'all. fell from heaven like a shower, and
2: now,
0: I know it hurt y'all, but still, I smile, on, even, even though I it hurts me, I smile,
2: I know God
0: is working, so I smile, even though I've been here for a while, still. I smile, Hallelujah. smile, it's so hard to look up when you look down i sure would hate to see you give up
2: now you look so much better when you
0: smile smile for me all right let's get into these five star reviews guys yay um all right the first one is awesome content from kdt functional five stars of course so i wouldn't be reading it i've been listening this for a long time always a highlight of my work day love the variety of topics and the unique heartfelt and hilarious perspectives well thank you very much mm-hmm. you know a lot of people they listen but you know it just takes a while to get some some response but you know it doesn't matter if it took you a while
2: Mm-mm.
0: whenever you wrote in you wrote in on time all right we appreciate it anyway because real talk like there's a lot of podcasts not getting any feedback. And last week when we didn't get feedback, I was like, oh, maybe we we not hitting no more. Oh. So we need people like you, Katie. Come on, let, let, let us know y'all out there. I'm a tip of five stars by best listener ever 99. Come on, best listener ever. Good podcast that keeps getting better. And now that we have an official name for fans, the tippers, i know what to call myself the daily episodes are still a balanced mix of thoughtful conversation and humor my coworkers think i'm laughing at them i don't care come on sometimes they have to ask if i'm crying i'm not the show is that good the premium shows are all that and more. Lip smacking good is one of the best restaurant reviews ever. Oh, thank you,
1: thank you, baby.
0: Who knew you could get a discussion on current events and good restaurant recommendations at the same time? I love the new feature about the home meal kits. I've been inspired to try home chef now. Oh, I love to hear people starting to cook. Okay, mm-hmm. it's therapeutic. It's a skill you're learning, and if you you know you just bring it to lunch you can say you know it's healthy for you it's a bunch of good reasons impress your co-workers mm-hmm. you gotta give it to your girl let her give it to your man give it to your girl whatever let them get some it's great they brag about you uh spoiled movie reviews and the nerd off are my other premium favorites right now i recommend the podcast to anyone who enjoys long conversations with friends that go on for hours thank you thank you baby uh informational entertaining and thought-provoking by cosmic harvey in relation to steve hi hi y'all new listener uh from california here i wanted to stop by and reiterate that you two what you two hopefully already know the relatable unique perspectives that you have on pop culture as well as not so pop culture is needed and valued giving your time money and energy in this way is super selfless and best of all you're funny p.s karen you are so adorable and your positivity is infectious
1: oh thank you baby
0: thanks again keep shining shannon from norcal hey yay yay shout out to california area okay west side we get out there every once in a while mm-hmm. um episode 1580 the lady Landon says just here to put my five in the collection plate y'all not gonna shame me this week well you know what they say shame doesn't work but uh <laughs> it appears that it has worked quite well this week
1: yes come on through and you know what now you can turn around and judge everybody
0: else Mm-hmm. shout out to the people that say the shame don't work but they activists nigga you be shaming people all the time to give them to do shit that's kind of the point Yep. Unless, you, unless you're gonna get some guns then you know i mean hey then that's that's different uh bestest and very consistent podcast by unrelaxed missy who says i'm so here for this podcast cup i found a blackout tips through janica from oh through jay from tea with queen and jay yay we love them mm-hmm. i don't think the guys are allowed to say ow i don't remember the rules on that so ow i'm gonna stay away from it uh i was super shocked to find they have been around so for so long and put out content almost daily i appreciate the host talking through their thoughts and opinions and even finding fault in them and correcting it i found myself talking to friends about news articles rating them from zero to a 100 or yelling your cars or guess the race thank you rod and karen i recommend this podcast to my podcast listening friends oh thank you relaxed, missy you and uh yeah we love you with queen and jay mm-hmm. um listen to them all the time and uh it's yeah it's, it's just it's it's funny because um you know we help we over here we having jokes making fun but we try to talk about some shit that's kind of serious too and 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 wish it in there. So I I'm I'm thankful that people appreciate that part of it too. That's not just mm-hmm. you know, it's not just all yuck yucks or us uh taking serious topics and being like, you know, a hundred percent of the time just being like, Oh fuck this shit and just moving on. Uh putting my five on it, five stars by C B J nine eighty five who says Love, love, love you Karen and Rod. You two are awesome and are a great duo as podcasters and a married couple thank you so much for your insightful and nuanced conversations on a wide range of topics from politics to pop culture to social media trending topics at first i didn't get the games i started listening from the vice spot uh, about them thrones however now i happily sing along the intro songs for each one i'm feeling your new spinoff the cover songs of intro for white people news uh question can we request songs love you too and keep up the great work you know it's not about necessarily requesting songs but let me put out the parameters for it because sometimes y'all send me links and that's cool and i do try to incorporate the ones that work but so for right now white people news i'm off of uh white people fucking up black people songs Mm -hmm. okay i'm done it's just it got too much guys and trump's america i'm sorry okay (laughs) yeah it did get too much y'all talk i i I broke myself i can't remember which one (laughs) it was i was just like god damn it this is pointless right um but uh just make sure that it's a black person covering a white like song originally done mm-hmm. by a, a white, white artist originally. or at least made famous by a white artist correct and then also um it helps if the video has them like it's actually a performance right like it's a video of it like because because we play the video on crowdcast for our audience to see so some people sent me some links but they're not actual videos it's just like a picture of artwork or something and the person mm, is covering it right i may or may not play those if i get down desperate enough but i I prefer the ones where we can kind of make jokes about whatever is going on in the background mm-hmm. uh sorry family by long overdue fan who <laughs> says five stars i've been listening too long to not have done this y'all got me through my y'all get me through my week i love the show and had to finally put five on it oh uh, and the black power emoji oh thank you you right on I'll tell people whenever you show up you write on time it's all forgiven when you put that five stars in mm-hmm. okay you gotta remember we don't know which of you niggas ain't do it you know because it's like some people come up and be all up in your face oh i love y'all y'all are my favorites and it's like oh cool i know they must have left five star review and then later on they would be like oh no i never left five star review so hey i never know so i just hope i'm just thankful and celebrating every one of these that we get mm-hmm love it by k elena who says the best insightful and funny i enjoy rod and karen's banter and coverage of current events the best also love rod's coverage of this is us yes me mm-hmm. and bossy this too much mm-hmm. i think our show might come back this week coming soon i gotta look up the uh D- oh, dvr there and, and it'll uh, be lit up when it come back see what bossy's up to you know she's uh busy touring with the book and uh traveling all these places and giving talks and i mean psh, I, I mean I, I i knew she was gonna be you a been star, calling you know yes you but, have but uh you know i will see if we can figure out a schedule um you know because we really play it by ear week to week and so this week this year we may have to do a few more skips of stuff especially depending on you know just how she's feeling man i know she probably be tired as hell hopping on all the planes and all that shit so but but we're going to try to continue to uh you know to cover it in in some shape or form or fashion my cousins in my head five stars heart emoji by legal eagle 0512 who says hey karen and rod oh hey rod and karen i'm a newish listener and have finally decided to stop being a bum and leave a review (laughs) lol thank you i heard chris Lambert mention you on his show numerous times but i didn't start listening until you saw you guys on hbl talking about game of thrones After listening to those recaps, I fell in love with you guys and your humor. It reminds me of home. Sitting around, chilling with the family or as my mom simply puts it, talking shit and telling lies. P.S. P.S. Shout out to your mom, a truth teller. I respect it. Put that on a shirt. Talking truth, talking shit and telling lies. P.S. I love your new, the new intros for White People News. You know we always come with the old bay and the cage of sparkle. Also, death to sugar grits eaters, do not at me. Yes. Thank you we need more support on this side it's not enough there's too much tolerance going on <laughs> with the sugar content of these grits okay that's the one place i'm not open-minded Aww. i can't see both sides on that my faves and your faves by p cola unique uh neek who says i felt like a bum when you guys had no reviews last week so here's your five stars this is my favorite podcast rod can you share a small list of your favorite podcasts? thanks bunches um sure I don't know if it will be a small list as I tell you guys I listen to a lot of podcasts but I I mean do I need to get my phone I will try well she asked me not you so I will try to put y'all up on excuse me I will try to put y'all up on game well you gonna get mine anyway I'm gonna get my phone (laughs) I knew I knew it um well alright so uh oh she didn't even have a phone in here y'all wow wow see your boy comes prepared okay cause he cares about y'all um let's see i like three guys on which is a, co- a comedy podcast by um andy and randolph who've come on the pod- on our show as guests before um and they do uh two episodes weekly one's behind a paywall um and uh they just talk cop culture politics you know current events that type of thing uh very funny bits come from there um they talk i love when they talk inside baseball stuff with comedy and comedians and stuff like that um what's the t uh which is our friends and um of course uh uh podcasters uh nick ju and uh reggie are to the edgy um and i love that podcast because it really sounds like two friends that you just happen to like like they called you and put you on (laughs) three-way yeah you're just, just listening in yeah you just went on mute and just listened to them um where's my 40 acres of course um which is like you know our our friends once again um when we did negro con we did it with them and movie trailer reviews which is also another podcast that chris does um which uh he's been on the show before he's also on the nerd off almost every episode um and those are like our friend shows i'm sure there's even more More. yeah Uh, and then there's people that you know i haven't really got to necessarily meet them in real life or be friends with them or whatever just i'm a fan of them um and so like tea with queen and jay as i mentioned earlier i listen to them every week um i think it's a very uh good show and it's like woke but it can still be kind of funny and human and it's not like just them coming down on people every week all day like sometimes i have to check out a certain woke shows because i feel like it's not human enough right and if there's no understanding of like people ain't perfect the person telling you this isn't perfect we we're all kind of like on this journey together and you you hope that you, you're you improving every day um and of course there are some people that need to be wrote on but i'm just saying in general like i kind of like that that feel um so i listen to them um the Secret Lives of Black Women. I fuck with that podcast. It's kind of a newish one. Um, but, um, that there is black, it's two black women who host it. Um, and, uh, Charlotte and, uh, Charlotte and and Lauren, I think. And they go and talk to, um, just different black women, so, like famous or, or whatever just people you might even know and then they'll just like talk about like their journeys and what helps them um how they get to where they are um you know that kind of stuff that i really like man there's so many podcasts i listen to Mm -hmm. um i'll try to leave some for karen uh of course the right time and the evening jones with bomani jones big friend of the podcast friend in real life um i've been listening to the benjamin dixon show a lot lately Mm -hmm. because i wanted to hear more about like politics from like really leftist progressive type of views um so you know i like it um it's i think he has some good interviews and stuff too um but it is politics and it is really left so you know if you're not in it you know if you're not into that um then radio atlantic is such a great listen because it's politics but it's like they get really good interviews and they go in depth with experts on topics that they don't just like brush over so, like, when you hear, uh, like, when you see, like, the news talking about certain topics, like immigration, they talk about it for, like, five minutes. And I'm like, how the fuck can anyone break down immigration or what's going on at the border in five minutes? That's not possible. So, like, I love when Radio Atlantic has, like, an expert and they're like, this person has been they're an activist who's been working at the crisis at the border and they'll like break it down you know like from their perspective they've also interviewed presidential candidates cory booker i got to know more about him via this podcast i know beto o'rourke was on there two weeks ago i haven't listened that one yet um playable characters is a very funny podcast if you Mm -hmm. like video games playable characters they've been on our show before but it's so it's so brilliant they they bring on people to basically do impressions of video game characters and then they interview the video game characters Mm -hmm. and uh we actually have we haven't been on the show yet but we were we recorded an episode with them Mm -hmm. and it should be out in a few weeks we had so so much much fun fun. i'm not gonna spoil it no i'm just gonna say just playable characters are so great um and let's see what else um marsh's play. i just started listening to them like maybe a month or so ago uh, but it's black trans talk so it's three people that uh are of the trans like experience and then they talk about things from their perspective and uh, i think it's really i mean obviously it's, it's just important because that's not a voice that we always have and especially from people of color so you know instead of us speculating on like oh this must be how people feel is people telling you how they feel from their experience right there you know, and I think it's really important because you learn a few things like trans people aren't a monolith the same way we aren't a monolith. Correct. The same way anyone's not a monolith, right? Black people are not a monolith. And I think it's easy to get into that and then also like a lot of the things that we discuss about trans people is very binary because of the rigid structure of patriarchy right you're a boy or you're a girl you're this you're that you're and then people are saying like that's not my experience or you know we get into these philosophical debates and then you know you'll listen to to people that are trans and they'll be like well you know i can see kind of both sides of this thing that y'all are like fighting over you know so i like that's kind of important because like i said i don't ever want to talk over people i'm just giving my empathetic opinion on stuff but sometimes i feel like you know uh there's a lot of us who are trying to be like good uh you know like family and friend folk you know we out here trying to to spread the message and awareness but it's not our experience so we can't necessarily tell you like this is what it feels like we can just only imagine right um and so i think that's why that show is uh so dope and um last podcast on the left if you like true crime it's a very good true crime podcast and it's very funny to me it's a dude bro-ish it is three white dudes so if you know you can't handle white dudes saying bro ass shit hey totally understand warning you right now but uh i love it because they get so much detail in the shit and uh you know i enjoy it and there's probably another i'm no not not exaggerating there's at least another like 50 podcasts i could tell you about but i'm just not going to when i say i listen to just about everything and everyone i really do so all right karen
1: the same thing i listen to so many different podcasts like i said and and my list is in no particular one and me and roger listen to a lot of the same ones so i'm not going to cover excuse me cover the ones that he's already covered but uh i like to listen to black ass podcast that Mm -hmm. is a great show uh she doesn't do her show too frequently but when she does do a show it's like a good time it's like your aunt that just checks in every now and then just to see how you're doing and then she just get missing for a while so i really uh uh, love her uh, uh, Get Wood by Jess Woods uh, I really enjoy that podcast uh, Jess Wood has been on the show and she is hilarious uh, she had a show like last weekend I hope it went baby good, baby, it was a sold out show um, also, I, I listen to Three Fifths Podcast, I love those guys over there um, Character Corner, which is one of my also favorite podcasts, is a, a show that Chris and uh, Deepom do over at uh, Movie Trailer Review and they talk about comic book characters but it isn't like your normal care uh, comic book character talk they go into depth they go into details they'll cover certain um people's runs and they'll talk about the runs and they'll break down the characters they talk about the women they talk about lgbtq characters like it is just so much fun to get your knowledge on comic books without having to know everything and it's very educational for me very very educational and 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 if you want to get into comic books there's a the great way to start and they cover like the big 3 and then you know they talk about stuff that's not in that uh, uh realm um also black uh therapy for black girls i really like that podcast because i've been talking about getting a therapist that's one thing i want to do and uh uh they uh over there they actually have like a list of like black therapists like all across the country so you can go and actually find like a black therapist a female black therapist if if that's what you're looking for um uh the span report mr span i enjoy his podcast a lot i listen to it very very um uh, weekly uh medium popcorn y'all know we we love them over there and the Nerdpocalypse podcast we love them over there uh like i said i'm just kind of going through since roger kind of named a Mm. lot of them still processing i actually enjoyed them them. over
0: there uh the nod i enjoyed them over there a lot and both of those are podcasts that i think people like try to kind of shit on sometimes they're very good at what they do this is black podcasting for white folks and shit and i one i disagree um but then too um what they do I think is so dope and fun and I'd really want people to stop and think about when they critique those shows that way because what you're essentially saying is there should be no black voices over there because that's that's basically what you're saying because they're doing it for like in the style that they want to do it and the production that they're doing it for and what not but it's like what like what what's so not black about them i've listened to those episodes they sound like black people to me they talk about black shit um and, and, the, and, and, and i've never heard them like quote unquote cooning it up like i don't mm-hmm. see them over there being like white black people are the real problem am i right guys mm-hmm. if we would just cut our here and pull up our pants like they're not those people so i wish people would like you don't have to like it and you don't have to listen but i wish people would be a little more sensitive to the shit they're saying but about those shows because it comes off like well because they own with these white folks but you know they ain't real it's like well I mean if if some company came and was like yo I'm green lighting your shit like that's what people are going to say about you and is that fair will you have substance will you have substantially changed because uh, you know the New York Times said hey we're going to produce your show now no so let's not do that
1: and they still talk about black shit you yeah know, I love their show right. and, they,
0: and they had the resources and the time to go deep Yes, they do. So,
1: um, the story geek podcast, we, we enjoy them. Yeah. We, I have a ball with them. Hey, you know it. Uh, Mm -hmm. they, I've been listening to them for a very, very long time. They are hilarious jaquetta and katie mm-hmm. uh we love them I, over there. it's been so it's been too long i have to hit them up yes it's
0: my fault it's really my fault
1: we got we got to get them on that it, it is a ball uh listening uh
0: to them sunday civics Ljoy. Yes. and you J- can learn a lot from that Eljoy is very politically uh like educated and minded and like uh she takes a lot of the stuff that you see guys on like you know tv or you read on the internet or whatever or you see a video of it and people try to like either overly simplify it or take it out of context and i love that she has the ability to take it put it in context and be like this is how it affects real people mm-hmm. this is what this process is actually like right and this is why you, you can't really listen to the noise you have to really be grounded and educated and stuff right and so uh
1: like i said i'm 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 Covering, kind of picking the ones that Roger haven't Just keep going. covered. Just keep going. Uh, okay, okay. Thank you. to explain. Okay, so I'm, I'm keep going down my little list, y'all. Uh, Black on Black Cinema, I actually enjoyed them, uh, a lot. They're, they're, they cover black movies and, and, and it's really fun to listen to them critique and, and talk about it. Uh, Cold Switch, I actually really in love, really enjoy, uh, Cold Switch. Um uh, let me see.
0: For- you can do one more, one more, because we gotta. We we've, we've been doing this part for a long time. Oh, so I told ahead. you we
1: get caught up in. Okay, okay, I gotta pick one more, one more, one more. Okay, Reaganomics.
3: Oh yeah, that's podcast. our girl, Reagan Gomez. Yes.
1: Man. So for those of you that are fans of Reagan, she actually does have a podcast if you don't know. So you can go check out. Like I said, I could go longer y'all, but, but we there's got two, that's too, to, we there's got to too many. On, there's y'all. literally too many. Y'all, y'all opened up Pandora Box over here. And
0: also if you want to hear some like podcasts that, you know, we, and I do need to update the list a little bit, but we try to keep it somewhat updated. But, uh, on our podcast page, the dot there's a friends of the show uh link at the top of the page click that and a bunch of podcasts and and stuff are there um and we try to like clean it up so if people stop doing their podcast or not blogging or whatever we take it off we do uh for people that keep it updated and all that stuff um there's they're on there and yeah there's some people i need to add i just realized yeah
1: and oh if i say yeah and also um uh hot Five starter that that right there yes. yeah that goes without being said but what i want to drop their name just so everybody you oh, know yeah know. absolutely
0: there would be no dem thrones i think that's how you say you found us mm-hmm. there would be no dem thrones without Five starter period um and i do listen to them weekly and right in they are you know a little bit uh they're they're a little problematic okay so if you can't handle like niggas just, talking about niggas shit it's it's, and, a, it's an
1: acquired taste
0: yeah so just letting you know we but i from, don't mind get some fucking feedback like what about they said hey we don't write the show we just listen to the show we just fans I, i listen to people literally that uh you know i listen to people at kind of like different extremes of different topics because i I do want to hear their logic and their reasoning
1: and hear their perspectives
0: and sometimes you know i know it's my privilege as a straight black man that i can like or cis head black man that i can like i've been around so many conversations like that i'm just like okay i disagree but that's just how niggas be talking
1: yeah and and also from i'm i'm just gonna say from a woman's perspective for me a lot of times you get insight into how men think without women around i know you know that's something that. You know, for a lot of women, it's a complete turnoff because, you know, it yeah, ends up absolutely. being the do-bro-fest. Complete, I, I completely understand that. But for me, uh, their perspectives is a perspective that me as a woman, I would never come up with in their logic and their reasoning to why and how they come up with this. It actually give me as a woman an insight kind of how men's minds ticks because – everybody of the opposite sex just thinks they know them yeah you do to an extent and sometimes we generalize but actually we don't know because sometimes we don't even just like women complain about how men never take the time to get to know them sometimes women never take the time to get to know men and then people don't talk about that perspective that's a true statement too
0: yes it's it's interesting being black and listening to different types of podcasts because i listen to some podcasts where you can tell like people like the people on this podcast are talking about the kind of people on that podcast and i'll like listen to both sides to kind of hear like where like where's the logic coming from where's the reasoning coming from what are people's experiences like how does this happen in the real world and i just it helps me to add that perspective or that uh experience to just like my own and i hope everyone's doing this by the way but it helps it to add to like my own analysis of things to be like okay so this is how that experience goes on the other side so something as simple a perfect example is uh um when Feminista Jones used to uh and she probably still does but tweet hashtag you okay sis and that was for a lot of people they rejected that right away because the idea of how women feel when men cat call them for a lot of men was like a what the fuck like which but I'm not like that you know that kind of shit as opposed to listening and being like well if you're not like that and yet this is how women feel why would you continue to do this thing right like if someone's telling you like hey i I feel threatened when you yell at me from across the fucking street and then you're like well you shouldn't be i'm just trying to get your number or whatever the fuck okay well i'm telling you how it is and why you ain't getting my number the end result of that should be okay you know and at the same time i've listened to men talk about like Feeling criminalized and all this shit too to to get their perspective so that now I just take that information and go to guys like well here's why the fuck that's wrong you know as opposed to being like no you got a good point like sometimes I just want to see what you're thinking so I can be like nah this is why I disagree with that you know so anyway
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's and y'all know y'all know it, it y'all know it we we could have been here for another hour naming podcast so just so you know we listen to a lot
0: of them yeah we could have did a whole episode of this show about mm-hmm. other people's shows what um. And just and that's the other thing. I try my best to like remember to share some of this stuff. Like, yeah, sometimes I know, forget. We've had, I mean, shit. Just the guests. You name Chris lambers We had JL Covan, They all. all these people have podcasts. I try my best to like share on my social media when I'm listening to people's shows. But sometimes I just forget. I just be mm-hmm. listening and get binging, and then I'm just like, oh fuck, I never <laughs> said. A ball. All right, my faves and your faves. I think we already did this one. Okay. Uh, a dope podcast to make a fixture in your life by Kim101 who says five stars. Ever since I started listening about a year and a half ago, I've been hooked on these two. From their takes on politics, to social justice issues, to LGBTQIA news, to sports, to sword of ratchetness, they give me everything I need. Informative, spirited, passionate, heartfelt, dope, balanced, intentional. What I enjoy about Rod and Karen is that they don't have to agree with, you don't have to, I don't have to agree with them 100% uh and enjoy that point of view to enjoy that point of view that's rare in these times like this i've stopped watching the news because i can for sure say this podcast keeps me informed in a way that is so much more palatable than mainstream media grateful to have the founders podcast kim doc thank you thank you yeah and i i mean it's we had such a weird time because at once i feel like yes we do need to be vigilant about justice and our points of view and our understanding of things and our allyship with people and our advocacy for ourselves and others but at the same time i feel like culturally not legally okay culturally there is such a like if it's my way or the highway right now with a lot of people so it's like people could fuck with you for years you do one thing they don't like and it's fuck you and creatives live in constant fear of that it's not rational to believe in constant fear of that you need to understand that some people just are, operate that way they always have and now they just have more tools to reach you mm-hmm. you know as long as you're being authentic and true to yourself and trying your best I think that's all you can really ask from, from yourself but it is a bit different these days because I do feel like people are very much on edge especially after trump it's very much like one thing and and you're a coon one thing and you're and i don't support you and i you would never this that and the other like that is a thing for people now and so i love when people say yo i listen i don't agree with everything but you know i i feel like y'all make it to a point where it's not like if you don't agree with us fuck you don't listen to the show Mm-mm. you know because i because that's not the vibe i'm trying to put out for especially on Agreed. most comments on most topics there's some topics that may come off that way and that's okay t cropper says a to cropper maybe that's like t'challa to cropper says five stars love y'all thank you thank you it don't
1: have to be Sorry long y'all y'all. It's strong, y'all sweet.
0: and then we got some stitcher reviews um please believe says five stars long overdue review got turned onto this show via twitter back in the day this is long overdue Ooh. <laughs> but nah it's always on time love the unique perspective on current events and pop culture always sharing episodes on facebook i always recommending it to people during those icebreaker conversations that somehow get on the topic of podcasts thank you
2: mm-hmm. believe it or not
0: that's probably how we get a lot of our listeners it's just y'all being like oh yeah you listen to this alicia underscore nicole says five stars five days ago says the best podcast out there not one for words or to usually leave a review but if you have not checked out this podcast, go ahead—you won't regret it, and I bet you will. I bet you this will quickly be added to your favorites. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Skyjammer says, "Wow, five stars!" I stopped everything I was doing to come lead this review. W e b the beige—I'm dead. Uh, thank you for that one, bro. Shout <laughs> out to Cam. I, I don't—I'm pretty sure I didn't come up with that one. That is just something I saw on Twitter, dog. <laughs> I didn't come up. Listen, in all fairness, I have been so tempted to make jokes about sean king not being black and a whole lot of like black historical figure puns have come and gone in my brain but i am so proud of myself for not doing it okay do y'all understand my brain be a better person how hard it is to look at other people Cause having when it's fun. joke time
1: because that's the thing it'd be joke time you'd be like "Ooh,
0: joke time i'm like that kermit meme with him looking out the window right sad with the rain because i really am trying not to do that to uh other black people man. right it's i know it's funny i i'm not i'm not telling anybody what they can mm, and not, can't do you know you know we always i'm just personally my own personal values i'm not going through it if that man is not a black person and y'all can definitively prove that then hey we can do the rachel dolezal thing all day but if it's what it looks like which is that he got some black in him and just people don't like them so we want to take it away from them um i get it you know but i just don't want to participate in it especially being that that rumor started on Breitbart and all those white right wing sites so right. you know to be fair in, in our honesty when i see black people perpetuating that shit i'm always kind of like okay and a lot of the black people doing it is like one step into blackness they selves i'm like nigga you just barely made it what what are you doing so it's i don't know man it just don't seem right so there's a lot of other problems and shit people can have with him that i think are valid and you know it's just like being fat once you say something that people don't like they feel like they can just come at your neck about Mm -hmm. your weight and that's kind of what this is like he's done some shit people don't like so they think it's okay to come at him about his blackness and you know be the same people that say there's no such thing as talking black or you know um
1: no one should question your blackness yeah
0: no one should question your blackness the same people that be mad when light skinned celebrities aren't talking black enough or people that they find to be afro latinx aren't like speaking to the black side of things enough and like it's just a big confusing mess and so i just try not to delve into that part but uh i have heard the jokes and the names are funny I, i mean what am i gonna say they funny as hell uh I'm just trying my best not to do nothing because lord knows i've started so many tweets with like oh y'all i heard this one i like no no delete in the draft folder in the drafts. uh Rod and karen name a better duo i wait by jarris in hong kong shout out to my man Jerris, five stars dear interwebs this is and down one of the best podcasts out right now rod and karen continue to deliver a show that feels authentic and true to itself they're consistently honest and straightforward when it comes to their opinions and most importantly they can they stand behind their opinions what i appreciate most about this is that you can tell that rider can have thought about an issue before speaking on it there aren't any hot takes so if that's what you're into this podcast is not for you it's not for you if you enjoy listening to two people who really love each other and find humor in real life situations it is for you if you enjoy challenging your own views when faced with new perspectives. It's for you if you enjoy laughing at jokes and puns from white people news against the race, the fucking with black people. The oh, he got that fucking in there, but he spelled it with ph. So, mm. uh, <laughs> the blackout is a show unlike any other out there. Give it a listen, and recommend it to your friends. I thank you. We we lit, y'all. We we in the building. I appreciate all these five star reviews, mm-hmm. man y'all really came through yes, man y'all
1: did thank you
0: you know that every time there's a drought you know y'all be like hold up we got y'all on the back end <laughs> yeah and uh yeah like i said it could have just been we did the show too early last week I, like, I can't remember what time we did it but like, sometimes itunes doesn't upload the reviews till mm-hmm. later in the day or right. something I, I don't know it was just a weird fluke i guess but hey man y'all back y'all came back hard mm-hmm. so, we are here for it thank you everybody um all right we have comments on the website as well the black guy dot you can go there uh click on the episode leave comments leave your reviews uh, i mean your uh voting in the polls leave comments on those the first episode was a feedback episode called too many hoes for one man the one where i got got in trouble for making a joke about saying you're gonna get all the bitches i also did say you're gonna get all the hoes i thought to me let me just explain i do find bitches and hoes to be gender neutral declarations mm-hmm. it, like a man can be a bitch a woman can be a bitch a car can be a bitch it's a person a place is, a thing, yeah an adjective adverb but i do understand that you know a dude saying it might make women feel differently about it so i, I respect that but i guess this is one area i'm gonna continue to be problematic and i don't i don't know what to tell you and i do understand if uh this means you don't want to listen to the show you Same. know 'Cause I I I came through that shit and it's still in me, y'all. I'm not hundred percent I'm not cured of it. So, you know. Um, I try not to use it in the term of like women are bitches. I Correct. try to leave it out of that, but like to me to be like like if I say you're gonna get all the hoes, I'm like, all oh, man, woman, okay, you understand? And I thought it was just obviously a joke because a person was using my picture for their profile and the, the normal way to go with that is to be like take it down you know which is obvious now I'm explaining a joke you know either you got it or you didn't alright four, four, four comments classic R&B lover says in
1: your head
0: yeah for a classic army lover says i was just pondering the possibility of rereading the harry potter series but my move meant my commute switched from taking a bus which allowed me to read to a podcast to to driving which means podcasts are my only companion hearing karen mentioned that the series is on audiobooks means i know where my credits will be going for a while luckily i have a couple of extra ones as i try to wait for sales shout out jk rowland that's the
1: one to get y'all there's several different versions out there but that is the best one jk rowland is not a, not, the, not not the author um shit hold
0: on all right um I, I don't know how many credits uh a book costs by the way is it just one, one credit mm-hmm. oh so because i saw i got an email that we got one available credit this oh
1: probably because i didn't buy <laughs> shit
0: okay but uh yeah so um get you some audio books on y'all this it's a good like podcast and you're reading and you're you know entertaining your mind just as much as uh listen to a podcast yeah it is jk rowland yes. That's the author is that the person who does the narration mm-hmm. or the narration jk rowland did the narration of her own harry potter what? i thought it was a dude it is a dude Hold jk on. Rowling is a woman oh who who is this dude then my bad are there, are there multiple versions of narration of Harry
1: Potter on there? Yes, there is. Oh, that's
0: interesting. So, I was
1: trying to find the one that I'm listening to, and that's probably just the name and the title. I'll go find out for you, baby. I'm sorry.
0: Alright. Um, Anonymous says, can't believe people slandering Arby's, um, in the feedback, this show's name should be changed to the black guy who hates Arby's. Just for the record, they have the meats. Ah! UNEV! Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> you sure evie didn't write that
0: evie stop because it says anonymous stop logging in guess guess what the next comment is from the one after it EVE. now people Eve. <laughs> now people are leaving arby's slander on feedback shows we know
2: you did that
0: this show should be changed to the black guy who hates arby's i was at arby's this week and it was delicious (laughs) they had a meet (laughs) you're not fooling nobody ev you're not tricking nobody we know it's you and as the site administrator i can see clearly you're using the same ip address okay like come on man don't be trying to make it seem like y'all are legion it's one nigga that love arby's and all the black guy with his podcast land is you and i know you probably work for big arby's or some shit or big roast beef not Big Arby's. working the roast beef lobby you're not fooling us with this we've we've all driven by them empty ass restaurants try to act like our eyes is lying <laughs> not to get off topic it,
1: his name is jim dale um jim dale he did all seven books that's the author uh the voice
0: that's actor. the vo- narrator yeah. okay uh the poll was do, does the opening of pixar's up make you cry nope never only the first time yes every time karen
1: i guess only the first time because i only seen it one time
0: so it made you cry yeah it it was sweet i didn't see you crying over there i, I mean i them. mean not i mean it it didn't make me ball or nothing like I that I didn't see you crying at all but okay if you say you were crying i'm gonna take your word for it i uh, mean sometimes the tears don't always come out but yes it
1: it touched my heart
0: well uh, I've seen it more than once and uh, uh, apparently the answer is yes every time so 30% it was with me 43% said only the first time but Karen's only watched it one time and nope never 26% Uh CT says it absolutely does the first time I watched the movie I didn't know what to expect and I was totally caught off guard when I started crying three minutes to the film movie it was beautiful yeah man that opening thing is powerful man came front on it they was right about that one uh episode 1959 the sandwich police uh we got uh four comments on this joint uh let's get into them um let's see i don't know how you spell this how you pronounce it g-a-t-h-w-a-e-g-l um gaff let's call you gaff the sean king stuff has been interesting to watch play out in real time I'm always here for the jokes but my bottom line has been mostly has mostly been that I won't give him my money because he doesn't have the best track record on delivering what he intends to great point that's my decision I prefer to give people with better track record my money hmm the stuff people have been putting him and his family through is rough there's no excuse for it yeah man I don't like I understand people's whole like well all these people don't fuck with him so that should be enough reason for everybody Um, I do get it, and I and I mean, I don't fuck with him, you know. To be frank, I you you never caught us on the show, reading his shit or talking about you know leave him alone or whatever. Like it's not that to me. It's just a matter of, I think a lot of these people don't realize it's dirt on all of them, and there's people that don't fuck with all of them, and then they just go pick a side. And it's like this isn't fucking Marvel Civil War. You you don't get to decide for everybody else what they're gonna do you know if he if you don't fuck with him then don't fuck with him if and and you know tell everybody not to fuck with him that's cool but some people still gonna fuck with him i don't like how you the same people that go nobody gets canceled but you always expect these cancellations you're wasting your time and then none of it as karen said on the show none of it has anything to do with the work quote unquote none of it Again, you pointed out, there's no one here saying he stole my money. Yeah, that's the thing that's weird too, is like, it's, it's activists that he's fucked over in some type of way, and then not enough of it is just people being like, he took my money. You know, I gave him money, where the fuck is my money? There's, he didn't deliver, he gave money back, there's, you know, there's a bunch of other shit, but just, you know, 37 families giving statements, I'm supposed to ignore them and be like, but them people online said this. I'm not ignoring it. I'm sorry, you know. If that lets people down, then just oh, is too bad. Like uh, the good news is for you and me is I don't fuck with any of it, so it doesn't really matter if I believe you or not, you know. But you know, it's hard. like they want you to just believe the shit they're saying and be like fuck everything else. And both sides are telling me that Sean King's telling me, well, don't listen to any of these people, and then these people are telling me, don't listen to anything Sean King says and then they get mad when everyone's frustrated or exasperated or tired and you know what else it's been a week has anybody noticed no one else is talking about it online anymore right anyone else notice that because the shit wasn't important if the nigga wasn't getting an award none of this would have happened Correct. so I mean it's, it's just frustrating and, and a waste of time ultimately and we're going to go through the same thing again if uh any of the activists involved gets if they get an award or if he gets recognized again or he tries some shit or gets on tv like it's all the same shit i remember every time DeRay used to get on tv it used to be a thing it would be on twitter and it'd be like fuck the ray let me tell you what's wrong with him he's a grifter he's this that and the other every time he got on tv you know so i don't know man i'm just not i'm just trying to let all of them do that work and leave me the fuck out of it i wish they would stop pleading to everybody to cancel one or the other because it ain't gonna happen mm-hmm when i first heard that sean had hilarious money it was when i was living in atlanta this was after he and his family moved but i heard he had been working as a pastor for a good while in the area so every opportunity i had to talk to someone who had worked with him or interacted with him i asked no one that i ever talked to ever said he stole their money or whatever for the people who are still donating to him they always say it's because they still want to support him in whatever he's doing yeah i mean you know not that it's bad but i as soon as i see somebody coming from like that religious type of background or mega church type of aspect of it i already kind of be like mm, we'll see just because you never know religion's one of those things you can hide behind and be like you have to support me this is what god wants you know what i mean or this is my calling or whatever and people a lot of times just be like okay i have to support this man as a man of god we've all seen it I mean people still go to that dude's church who wouldn't open up the um joel osteen's church like people still fuck with him so you know that's like singing a gospel song to apollo how the fuck there's always gonna be some people that fuck with you after you do that no foul there i understand that people are rightfully being mad about him taking credit for their work or whatever there are a lot of points to make against him that are valid but still in money i don't see it unless until someone has real proof of that i have nothing to go off of yeah I, there, and then the other thing too and i mean it, it's the truth man it, even when he's provided answers the reply is like really like it's like it doesn't matter what the answer is Mm-mm. you know and i think that's a lack of integrity on both sides of that shit because if somebody says this is where the money went for this thing that you accused me of and you don't have proof that that's a lie i don't think you should just keep rolling with it like nah fuck that evidence Cause then you lose me because now i was like on your side at first like yeah where is that money and he's like well this is why this is why these numbers were different yeah well uh is it like that's not a fucking it's not a reply uh anyway um uh it, uh it doesn't it doesn't affect me in my life however it plays out but people are just so engrossed in this i haven't sat down to read the documents from either side yet yeah i actually did and i it, i'm really sad that i did because it, it honestly was a waste of my fucking time yeah okay, don't waste your time so you know i mean do what you want to do i'm not telling y'all not to waste y'all time i'm just telling y'all how it worked with me i read all of that shit and it just didn't matter to either side
2: Mm-mm. so
0: what the fuck did i do that for that was stupid um i'm not too keen on prioritari- prioritizing over everything else i need to get done but this is just more the same stuff over and over yeah good luck to them everybody uh mzm miss me i guess says laugh my ass off namaste y'all that's merch shout out to you shout out to the unofficial expert podcast but seriously i need one of y'all to get on that design so i can have my tank yeah i do need to figure out how to make simple designs out of slogans and logos and stuff we say on the show like it doesn't need to have artwork Mm -mm. but i haven't really figured out how to do it i don't know enough about like you know microsoft paint or whatever to do it really but you sure
1: there's programs
0: it i'm sure they are, can and i've actually spent some time looking for them this week and i'm okay. just telling y'all right now i still haven't figured it out so i like i'll keep looking i'll keep trying to figure it out myself but that was this one and then someone said they want a shirt that says um um i love being black and southern which is something i said a couple weeks ago and i would love to put these things on shirts i just don't know how so and i want and i and we go t public which doesn't have like a shirt creator thing t t t spring did so right. i don't know t public is like you upload your art to the thing so i would need like the art so. okay Classic R&B lover says, Ryan and Karen, your comments regarding Sean King were so dead on. I keep asking the same thing you did. If Sean really scanned all these victims, why are they not slamming him? The soapbox clearly exists for them to climb onto if they so desire. As someone on the outside who used to follow both Sean and DeRay, the only way I could make sense of the madness was by unfollowing both. See? And that's, that's my fucking point, man. They, that's the, the one thing that was consistent in both sides of this, these people going back and forth. Was in the first paragraph of all the pieces, and it's always the same thing. You know, I thought about this a long time, and everybody told me not to do it. Why are you doing it then? Because they were right. The people who said not to do it were actually right. Because you're exhausting people, and people are going, Well, I just won't fuck with either of you. You both sound shady to me now. Is that what, is that the goal? To you burn, nobody get no support? Yeah, to burn the other, what would you say, to burn the bridge, and now no one can cross? Why? Is that the whole goal? I don't know. Um. So yeah. Uh. And guess what happened then? A lot of information I would like to know was not presented to me. How did I find out? Someone who had access to their Twitter accounts forwarded the information. It saddens me to see people not realize. That not only are they damaging each other they're damaging those among us who are most truly in need yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah they end up I'm not trying funny both of them are big i'll, I'll joke about yeah. they're humongous compared to the little small organizations that are barely you know making their budget and not mm-hmm. making their budget those are the people that really need the help and a lot of times those organizations are bypassed and we you know people are talking about these larger organizations and at the end of the day the small ones still don't get the money because odds are if you're not fucking with either one of them you're not gonna fuck with the smaller organizations that may be associated with them because you'll be like oh no no ain't that ain't nobody getting no goddamn money
0: yeah and the thing is because it's twitter and no one's perfect everybody involved has been messy or wrong about something of i've course. seen it i've seen it you know it's one of the reasons i'm not as hard on activists as most people are because people normally are very hard on activists they mm-hmm. do anything they don't like they're like fuck you! i don't fuck with you no more um you know and they bring up the one thing like oh you know this motherfucker got a car or some shit like you know just something and i'm not really like that Mm-mm. but at the same time it's because i'm not putting them on a the pedestal in the first place so i'm like all right i'm not gonna put you on the pedestal to knock you off of it later but that also means that not everything you say i'm just hopping on board with
2: Mm-mm.
0: even EVE says felicity huffman will be oh and then ultimately it's still because it's two black males like yeah, i said people
1: even care in if this place. shit was
0: two black women activists none of us i mean shit black women activists have had active beef with each other on, yeah. side, on Twitter totally platforms nobody's talking about it Mm-mm. It's not no no one's writing medium pieces about it no one's sharing them the fucking uh major news outlets aren't nobody covering it nobody cares no one's awarding them at the award shows no one gives a fuck Eve says felicity huffman will be all right she'll do her two weeks or probably three days get out and write a book Lori Laughlin, on the other hand may actually get a whole year for not cooperating but i can't see her getting more time than that must be not so nice to live and be white in america First of all, you're not going to minimize my girl Felicity's time, a political uh, prisoner in Mm -hmm. America. Mm -hmm. We need to free her Mm -hmm. at all costs. Mm -hmm. Y'all ready to run up in Area 51? Who's going to run up in the jail to save Felicity? That's what I want to know.
1: Nobody.
0: (laughs) The poll was, have you ever had a pumpkin spice latte? 48% said yes. 52% said no. Now, imagine you're in a no group no because when we had wasn't pumpkin spice was it yes it was
1: oh, okay well oh i thought she did say they didn't have pumpkin we yes
0: no, she did so you have had one yes it was delicious now imagine you're in the no group and you still popping out for your motherfucking mouth about people shouldn't have had no pumpkin spice imagine the unmitigated gall to be one of them niggas you ain't even had it. what you had about you don't even know that it's bad you just decided it's bad ignorance Will not save us. Help us get free. Oh, Lord. And free Felicity Huffman. Raven says, I resisted trying it for the longest because of this reputation as a drink for basic bitches. It is, though. I'm a basic bitch. Embrace it. It's okay. Uh, but I got curious one day and decided to get one. Well, now you can call me the queen of basic bitches because I (laughs) love the PSL. (laughs) It's my favorite part of fall. Yes. That's how I found out I was in the crew. I put on them Uggs and tried that Punk as far as I said. Oh, well, hold up now. Basic bitches been getting a bad rep out here because I'm one now. Uh, <laughs> bad bitches take too much work. It, all come that on, it does. Exercise and fashion and uncomfortableness uh, with your heels and come bras. On, trying and Trying to keep your body in shape and shit. And your skinny jeans and all this shit. I don't got time for all that. Mm-mm, I'm basic. Give me them some warm, comfortable Uggs on a, on a nice fall afternoon and some yoga
1: pants even though i don't do yoga and i'm happy
0: the leaves are changing colors and i'll kick my uggs up lean back and sip on my psl and listen to some taylor swift okay that's that's what i call an afternoon brooklyn shoe babe (laughs) says i mean look at how stress free white women lives are they go to jail for three days y'all like come on we need to get some of this stress-freeness Brooklyn Shubay says fuck yes and i love them also i love yoga pants infinity scars and UGGs. fight me lol Mm-hmm. come on through the crew amon says i tried my sister's psl once it wasn't good but i only make fun of you ride and my husband for drinking them it's funny uh huh your husband drink it too so he in the crew okay so you married you only, you're married to a basic bitch. You only okay.
1: tried it once. They noticed different kinds. I bet this is the kind of that you like. No,
0: you know she don't deserve it. oh
1: Okay. If she can
0: if she if she didn't want at that first sip of PSL, she don't deserve the whole thing. No. Uh, Tired of y'all wasting it. Uh, I, if I'm getting a spice drink, I prefer a chai latte latte. Those are good. Yeah, I haven't had that one. Turmeric latte or cardamom, cardamom tea latte mm, that sounds sophisticated i haven't had the lattes i had the tea but those are yeah i've ones. had those tea i haven't had those lattes do they just sell those at the same place they sell psls because mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i might have to try those i've tried other types of lattes but ain't nothing hitting like that psl dog kim doc says i can't do candles and smell like delicious foods like apple pie vanilla uh, cakes and pumpkin. It turns my stomach, but I know tons of people who love those scents. I'm more of a peach lemon type, but I like hearing that y'all set the fall scents out in your place. hmm we do. House in there smelling like pumpkins all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allegra says, I am a former barista and I get excited every year when PSL season came around. I mean, come on, pumpkin spice, steamed frothy milk with a hint of espresso, um, espresso how can you say no basically because i'm i was a bit lactose intolerant i found that having it i guess brevet made with from half and half instead of whole milk made it that much creamier and warm and fuzzy Ooh, i might Mm. try that i have a little lactose intolerance going on but i'm trying to train my stomach to be more open-minded okay because this is not an intolerant house and we won't have it not up in here so next time go half and half okay a lot of you negroes are intolerant of the lactose and i think it's very hypocritical as people that have experienced a lack of tolerance you know i think we all i think we all feel uh you know i think we all feel left out at times. so all right uh let's see what else we got here on um we got episode 1960 hashtag free felicity huffman well I started the campaign, the free our girl. Okay, so we all can get free. None of us free till Felicity is free. I think we all free. Uh
1: <laughs> to freedom.
0: If they'll lock up, they'll lock any of our ass up. Come on, anybody. Anybody get some. Oh man. Uh <laughs> Um, hello, Ryan and Karen. You can call me anonymous. I just want to chime in regarding the manufacturer of the oxy cotton uh filing for bankruptcy i understand the commentary was meant to be facetious however oxycodone has and has always been known as a c2 which means that uh is that all drugs are classified based on their addiction potential drugs like oxycodone, percocet Mor- morphine and fent- fentanyl are all very potent pain medicines And this is probably a bit personal as a person of color who is also a pharmacist but the opioid crisis is not the fault of the manufacturer but more of the prescriber or doctors who wrote the prescriptions first of all if you really a pharmacist why is your handwriting not terrible so i don't know if i can the fact that i can read it no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, no, I, I know i know that's not true doctors have terrible handwriting what pharmacists can read it's terrible like handwriting. circles yeah pharmacists can read terrible handwriting oh no.
1: yeah that's dr smith the yeah. fuck is a, too, it's a smiley face that's dr know.
0: smith how do y'all do that uh some of these subscribers were known as pill mills meaning they made tons of cash similar to the doctor in the show claws medicines like oxycontin have a place which is typically for terminally ill chronic severe pain patients similarly to uh i guess pts with sickle cell. oh patients with sickle cell typically will take will take morphine for their pain instead of addressing the problem which is medical bias among the community the easy thing to blame is the drug manufacturer this isn't towards you but the government the prescriber who easily orders percocet for becky's broken leg will tell keisha to take tylenol and motrin yeah who mm-hmm. would have thought racism would have worked mm-hmm. out for us they was like you niggers can take the pain i'm like well thanks for not addicting me to opioids and i just click my heels and jump out the mm-hmm. window we'll just make your ad feel 800, 800 milligrams milligrams peel. uh I don't know what that means yeah we just make your ad stronger but we sh- oh. ain't give you the good shit oh okay the real issue was over prescribing and the pill mill doctors I could go on and on but won't bore you I just wanted to write in and quickly regarding this love y'all yeah I feel you man I don't know why that family I guess I don't I went to look at the details of the trial to see like why Purdue Pharma and that family that owns them were the ones that were being sued I did find that uh, when they knew they were being sued, there's speculation. They put a lot of their money in their fortunes overseas to keep the government from seizing it. Um, and then, um, I'm, I, I don't know. Everything else I feel is speculation. So I, let me just note that right now and say this is speculation. But I do find it hard to believe they were making that much money from the drug and never once thought something is terribly wrong with the way this drug is being used and maybe because they're the ones that got the profit the government is like it's now a government problem it's easy to go after y'all than than to try to do do the doctors no 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 hold on i'm not done okay hold on um that now that this is a public crisis of hell and these are white folks we're gonna take your money and use it to treat them right Mm -hmm. then there's the other part they are going after the doctors
2: Mm. a lot of these doctors
0: are going to jail like that's yeah, how we're sure. hearing about it the, the pill mills and stuff they're going to jail so it's not like the doctors got off the hook but I guess they're like well where did the money go and then we need the money to fight this I don't know you know and I, I'm not I mean they weren't safe and also a lot of people feel like what happened was actually fucked up because they settled and they settled for a lot less than the damage that was actually done to our country and to our citizens. Yes. And I know black people don't care mostly because it's, it's white people that are the crux of the opioid crisis, uh, which is a great joke that Chappelle had on his special, by the way, um, about how now we know how it feels to be white. And when we had the crack epidemic, white people be like, that's those niggas problem. And now we're walking around like, that's white people problems. So, uh, but yeah, man, um, yeah we we don't i looked i tried to look up more details i couldn't find them felix says man that saturday night live stuff felt like it went by so fast maybe it's because i don't use twitter as much these days but it felt like i turned my phone on saw the new hires immediately followed by my feed being retweets of the racist podcast clip then the next time i opened twitter he was already fired folks working quick man yeah that was a good one too because uh i tried to give him the benefit of doubt and be like maybe he just said a couple offhanded things and you do podcasts you talk hours a week or whatever, and sometimes you're gonna fuck up, but with his non apology and then people I read an article, and maybe I'll read it on Sunday show that said basically Saturday Night Live wanted him to court the kind of like conservative viewers that have been like shitting on Saturday night Live since uh twenty sixteen yeah, they're not coming back, of course, but also more importantly the fact that y'all wanted to do that now i'm like oh y'all did know he was a piece of shit you know it's kind of that that when rush limbaugh was working for espn you're like you guys know who rush is so now i'm looking at you like why do you need him work there you know Book of a says, I have complicated feelings regarding Felicity Huffman. As a mother, I would do what is in my power to make sure my children got the best education or medical care or best whatever to make sure they have a great head start. On the other hand, Felicity's children already have a leg up. There's no equity in access to the best days. I've been doing research and I discovered there's a big difference between equitable and equal. I also believe that jail slash prison in most cases don't teach anything except how to be a better criminal and they don't rehabilitate. What lesson is Felicity learning? Are people going to see this case and think, ooh, I'm not going to bribe people to do, to, to doctor my children's SAT test? I mean, some of them might. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, on a side note, I don't, I don't like academic aptitude tests. They don't really prove a person's intelligence or ability to pass class. Agreed. I did fucking hard on the SATs at 820, but I got a partial scholarship to go to a PWI for both undergrad and graduate school. Well see, it's people like you that Felicity out here trying to get out the, out the paint. She's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. My baby did too much, uh, ice hockey. Go ahead and I, go ahead, go ahead and put that on table hockey. She was number one. Uh, there were bumps along the way, but I graduated on the honors list, so I could write a whole book on the inequitability in the education system i agree with you though about the standardized test i mean they're not really a good measure of intelligence Mm -mm. they're a good measure if you can take tests or not and i say that as a person that aced most of my Mm -hmm. standardized tests and
1: they're very biased and if you're somebody like me who literally don't test well like i know i don't test well Mm -hmm. they're not designed for you and so they go well you did bad you must be a dumbass you go the fuck you mean i'm a dumbass just because i didn't pass your standardized test
0: yeah so i think that's a big thing for folks is you know oh this motherfucker got a, this on the sat they must be smart and i'm like i don't know you can be stupid and do good on test you can be smart and do bad on them right uh the poll for the episode was will felicity huffman do serve all 14 days in prison no wow okay well you're not in the minority karen 80 percent of the people who who, uh took the 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 uh the poll said no she will not serve all 14 days 20 percent said yes i mean it's fair time maybe a smooth week i don't know uh <laughs> kim doc says yo i can't with the antebellum civil rights freeman bureau twitter segment mlk would have been the joe button ti his era expeditiously Picks with him and the white nubian queens will have would just surface, and you know the rumor mill would be buzzing around malcolm my god i'm dead y'all are the best this may be a sore spot for folks i'm jamaican so i know it, i so i know it is lol bar marley with twitter would be interesting as well well he had a whole wife and family and the newspaper celebrated him dating miss jamaica like they don't they didn't exist that's a good point Alicia says Rod I love your white woman victim voice it makes takes me out every time I was at work trying to laugh silently looking crazy thank you Alicia Shady Dane says she might not serve all of her time but I'm hoping that she at least gets a good old fashioned ass whooping in the style of HBO show Oz man i wonder if they gonna even have her in the kind of prison where people delivering ass you know Mm-mm.
1: i got a feeling she ain't Mm-mm. showing up at odds y'all you want me to tell you who gonna whoop her ass that son she gonna get a sunburn that's the, about the <laughs> most ass whooping she gonna get from that son touching her
0: yeah i don't i don't think they will put her in a facility with some uh the kind of people that's been waiting Mm-mm. on her I don't, She gonna have access to cable internet cell phones. what are we talking about here to be frank man i don't even find the wanna put hands on her crowd to be the kind of niggas that put hands on people like Mm -mm. it's a bunch of twitter people talking about how mad they are about Mm -hmm. it you know so i don't i don't be
1: whenever people she she gonna fuck around to be uh one of them people they they gonna gossip about hers going around town y'all here she coming y'all here she coming
0: right they'll
1: be like we heard what you did i did that for my kid too
0: circus delay was the last episode of the uh week um Let's see we got like four or five comments i think one of them's a duplicate felix says i'm really scared about these drug shortages happening over here in the uk if the folks in charge fuck around and we do a no deal brexit it might be a nightmare scenario when it comes to stocks um i hope it doesn't come to that but man it's hard to stay positive when parliament can't currently hold the folks in power accountable with this whole uh prorogation situation i don't know anything about that on the dakota fan story it finally made me mute some of these blurred news folks on twitter i completely understand what they are upset about i do maybe it's just because i'm outside the u.s but y'all these there's movies and shows about and from africa about africa starring black people that folks can watch Mm -hmm. it may take a little more time seeking out but i'll be damned if i get mad at the one Hollywood movie about Africa starring a white person when there's plenty of stuff to watch. You don't have to rely on Hollywood for this content, but I like I get being annoyed the one Hollywood produces starring Dakota Fanning and it's based on a book that also did the same annoying thing, but maybe y'all can give me a little more context. I don't want to be dismissive, but it just did seem, it did not seem like that big an issue to me. It is because it's about an Ethiopian, Muslim specifically, and it's starring a white woman. That's the issue. Felix, I don't know why these niggas be mad. No, no, no they mad because they gotta be mad Shadow and that can't be letting some of this shit slide like that's, they job, yeah, that's like, their
1: job is to be like hey y'all
0: look what these white folks doing like that's kind of what they do that's why they get retweets why people engage with them you know um I think the best thing you can do if you find it to be annoying is you know kind of mute take a break cause you know I do like their articles the reason I, f- I follow them is cause I like when they celebrate black people getting jobs and Getting projects greenlit, but you know, it's hard with Twitter because every person is somebody's least fave. Somebody's problematic. Yes, they are. So it doesn't matter. Like anyone gets celebrated. Tyler Perry has a new deal. The comments gonna also be shady. Like it's catch 22, man. But yeah, they have to be mad. So they're not gonna be like, eh, this is not a big deal. They're gonna be like, it's all a big deal. Michelle says, Lizzo is selling vodka now. I feel like she is the it girl for the 2020s. I'm not mad at all. mm doug b says that story about the white nonsense at the water park was wild 40 person brawl park shut down one dude had to be brought back from the dead and nobody got arrested or went to jail Mm-mm. if that had been some black people thinking about that being that wild we'd have marches we having marches at morning and one shot by the police mm-hmm. I, I guess white privilege is a hell of a drug it is baby ain't it though uh okay and then anonymous says i agree with karen that the percentage of girls whose first experience with sexual assault is probably higher i thought i was super educated about what sexual assault entailed when i started college i had many other friends who had been assaulted in high school and in college so i thought i knew for sure what that what it was when i was in a really fucked up relationship with a girlfriend in college i was emotionally abused it w- it was emotionally abusive and just not a great sit for either of us she was super anxious person and had some other mental health issues that she struggled with there were several times where she would start sex and i didn't want to do it or wasn't interested in it and she would whine or cry or complain that i didn't love her or that i was rude or a bitch because i worked her up on purpose and then tried to stop or she would tell me that not following through would fuck her with her mental health she would cry or whine at me until i eventually gave in because i felt guilty or terrible or responsible for making sure she felt good i hated abuse. it use I hated it all the time and i would always try to find an excuse to leave as soon as it was over or cut or to cut it short anything to get out of there but i never considered that that wasn't just a normal sexual experience Mm-mm. uh i wasn't it wasn't until five years later i've been out of that situation for a couple of years a friend of mine was telling me about her boyfriend doing something similar when she explained it to me in the context of a hetero relationship i immediately told her that it was not okay and that she yeah because i do think gender in a lot of these cases so one of the reasons i'm trying to i understand men are a problem blah 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 i get it but i'm also trying to to discuss these things in terms of power dynamics more it's more power than gender dynamics because mm-hmm. same-sex relationships can have sexual assault yes they can same-sex people can sexually assault someone you know without a relationship mm-hmm. um you know same thing with family members people in power you know we're talking about priests and stuff people kind of categorize those things in a different place and i'm like but it's all sexual abuse Mm -hmm. you know it's the reason that when we talk about you know a teacher who was having sex with a boy a male student people will say it's not rape if it's a woman
1: yes they will the
0: fuck Uh, it ain't but if it's a man we never have that discussion like we go oh boys want to all have sex with a woman but Mm -hmm. if we but if it was some man like a basketball coach or something doing it we go oh that guy's a creep he's terrible put him in jail he raped those boys It's like so you know on our show we try not to get into that part of it but I I never want to divorce the idea that still a lot most of the people doing sexual assault are men so I don't want to like act like that's not a thing but I just think it's important to talk about these things beyond just man versus woman because that's where a lot of people get stuck and that's not inclusive of everybody.
1: Correct and uh, not to get off topic in both of those situations like you know a, a, a male coach female student female student male coach nobody ever really talks about the 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 mental uh, how mentally it fucks the victims up male or female and with male they even just flat ignore at least with a female in that situation they don't really give a fuck but at least they'll try to be like you know it's fucked up but with boys like you said act like it's okay like that boy cannot be fucked up for the rest of his life because of that first sexual experience
0: yeah it's, it's just patriarchy man um so yeah uh when she explained me kind of oh, yeah, I immediately told her that, that it was not okay that she shouldn't be coerced and having sex she really didn't feel like it that this wasn't an okay experience I instantly knew that it wasn't exactly okay when a man did it that that to a woman it made me think back to all those times that i felt i had to escape from that pressure with my with my girlfriend and it finally clicked that those same moments with her were not okay either i think because i was in the same sex relationship it didn't seem as cut and dry that what that what was happening was coercion and it really and it wasn't a healthy sexual interaction mm-hmm. yeah lot, um by the way same thing happens with domestic violence too mm-hmm. right like police on sometimes police will come out and be like but y'all the same gender so No one's going to jail i we can't say who's abusive uh it was only in their intervening years that i learned more about the different types of sexual assault and coercion and more importantly about healthy relationships and lots and lots of therapy that i was able to identify that it was fucked up i always felt horrible about it at the time but time and therapy really helped me understand why i always felt so uncomfortable with that what happened i think there are probably a lot of women who are like me who have these situations that don't really that don't seem to fit into the exact modes of what we're taught about sexual assault and all the gray area around it so we don't consider our experiences to fit the mode so we just chalk it up to something weird or fucked up until something connects later on that makes us question things it's not fun to think about so i definitely understand why other people would just try to ignore it or dismiss it completely i definitely think the number is higher than what is reported hmm uh, I think we know it's definitely higher. I don't know how much higher, but it's definitely higher because all sexual assault r- reports are always lo- like lower than the, the truth. You know, whether people won't accept it themselves or whether they're hiding a secret from someone. Uh, underreported. Or, yeah, it's always underreported. Yeah. But, um, what I was going to say though is we're also learning more about the definitions because right. societally the idea of pursuing a woman and i mean i guess this you know in a lot of these would just just to talk about either male woman or women women or whatever people pursuing a woman it's been a lot of like they say no but they don't really mean it mm-hmm. you know uh you know not every no is a no you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. and i do understand what people are trying to say with the not every no is a no i do i take it that there's some people that say no, playfully or joking or something like that but i just think when we're talking about sex and sexual assault there just can't really be room for that Mm-mm, and it's can. unfortunate because the reason there can't be room for it is that while you know let's say you and your husband are fooling around and you're like no stop we can't do it right now ha <laughs> ha and it's a joke that's that's a completely different situation i and i can see how between two consenting adults y'all might have some type of shit where both of y'all have that sexual experience and feel like no we were that's completely just a thing we do that's healthy and normal and we're fine cool there's another person out there who says well if that's okay um no no stop get off me and still that's the same to me they don't really mean no they say no they don't mean no that all women say no you know they're supposed to say no like there's so you kind of can't have the other one because you can't have this one and I think that's the part that gets lost. I'm not trying to say everyone has ever been in that situation has to categorize it as sexual assault or whatever. That's that's really your business. I can't determine something for you. Right. And I don't know you. And I don't know how you get down, you know. But this whole thing of like uh like it's not a real no type of thing has gotten a lot of people sexually assaulted. hmm like i know better than you what you're telling me with your with your mouth and your actions or or women that get scared or people not women people that get scared when when they're under attack or being sexually coerced or assaulted and then people go well you didn't say no you know like you didn't say you didn't like scratch him in the face so i mean how can we say that it was sexual assault it's like well maybe my fight or flight kicked in Maybe I froze. Right. A, bunch of, a lot of stuff can happen. So communication would be the key here. And it sounds like a lot of cases we don't have healthy communication or people really just take advantage of that great area in communication. Yes, they do. You know, and that's why that's why I think it's important to have, like, to reframe sex. Because if you reframe the entire discussion of what sex is about, what healthy sex is, what communication is about, what consent is about, if you reframe that discussion, then you don't have the, um i thought it was okay excuse
1: co- co- correct and then also if you uh reframe people's behavior got to change people don't want to change their behavior there's a yeah. lot of people that did rape that don't consider themselves rapists like a lot of people i you know dudes talk to dudes all the time i just took that pussy dog. what what do you mean you just took it like like come on now like like that that shit sounds rape and
0: and like even when you well even when you say um even even if it like because I, I mean i've been around men i've never t- had a conversation where someone was just like i was taking a pussy or something like that like that's not a thing that people would like openly tell folks because like they they would count what they do is they just lie and couch it in like i said the gray area
1: okay okay you know they, you don't, they don't they yeah, yeah, don't no yeah,
0: one yeah, wants yeah. to because that's the thing we do have a shame on rapists but somebody is raping people yes they are the numbers say people are being sexually assaulted but nobody know the rapist come on so no you can't expect a rapist to walk up to you and be like "Ha ha, high five i'll be raping people nah but they are but they are talking about it and they're just talking about it in different contexts like but there it's happening so yeah this is why i think communication is so important you know and if you're a quote-unquote good guy you know you know quotes but if you're one of these people that aren't intending to hurt someone why are you frowning on communication people say stuff like communication uh well that's not sexy so now i gotta stop first of all i've seen you niggas you're not james bond you're not just wooing women off their fucking feet that's not what's happening so yes communication can be sexy to know like i do care about your approval i do want to please you i do want to your involvement in this sexual thing not just me being like oh, let me pound you to smithereens when and and you know not not that there's anything wrong with that with pound but you know what i mean with this mm-hmm. idea of like yes. you're not even here i want both people to be present yeah right. like what there's that is sexy to be have people involved so i like when people say that I'm always like, what 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 fucking porn did you watch to make you think that was normal? Those are paid actors, y'all. Yes they are. That ain't real. Like the way that they, you know, do the shit on like Insecure or whatever TV show you're watching, it, it just don't always happen like that. Right. And then the the the, the women that
1: have had life experience, uh that know their body and know themselves and tell you no know and me no and be like fuck you, get your clothes and get the fuck out. They're mm-hmm. bitches you know yeah, you don't want to you know. deal with the women that that are like no 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 i know what i know where the situation you want to lead and i feel uncomfortable you got to go
0: right or or you go oh well why would well, you don't trust me what what i mean you think something was gonna happen i mean damn well you think i'm a rapist or something it's like well if you what well, after i get raped it's a little too late come on to have that conversation so i gotta play it safe get the fuck out um did lizzo go too far with the postmates driver yes that was unreasonable no i mean yes but it was understandable or no what she did was fine It's, it's almost a case twenty
1: two there. Uh, I guess it was reasonable. Like I'm because I don't want to raise her of of her humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go yes.
0: So you say yes? She did go too far. That was unreasonable. I mean, or yes, but that was it was understandable. That's the group I follow. Okay, sixty six percent of people agree with you. That's the highest group. uh Seventeen percent say no. What she did was fine. <laughs> y'all love uh y'all love y'all some lizzo huh and uh 17 say yes that was unreasonable um uh, i think i'm in a group with karen i think it was understandable but i do think posting that woman's picture and stuff was way too far especially if you don't know for for a fact that that's what happened she stole your food like that's a hell of an accusation um dave from toronto says love that you played charles bradley also known as screaming eagle of soul for white people news dude is an amazing artist and blue wave rider says you and roland martin said the same thing about the revolt summit candace owens is just another minstrel coon for a check uh they i let's see i that i they registered oh i hope they registered all those niggas to vote man if you sitting in that room believing those people on the stage i don't know if your ass you gonna need to find some other sources of education before you get out there and start voting because that shit was whack so all right um let's uh oh we almost hit the break so let me pause this real quick okay. all right let's get into the voicemail line 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line leave your voicemails make sure they're uh two minutes or less or you will get cut off 704-557-0186
3: hello rod this is i second time i remember calling in leaving a voicemail I uh, had to call in after that uh, uh, song he played, Changes, the black version of the white song. I'm really loving those Negro versions. <laughs> um, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've been listening to that podcast, 16, 16 and episode 3. Yes. got into... The history of American popular entertainment and how it all stems from slavery. And
0: it got cut off a little bit, but he said the 1619 podcast, another one I'm listening to now. I love that podcast. Episode three talks about music and the history of slavery. Um, so back to this
3: black music. Anyway, that song, that rendition of changes tore out my soul and threw it against the wall. It was beautiful. Keep it up. <laughs> all
2: right, thanks.
0: Great for a great week of shows as usual. Bye. Bye bye. I think that was our boy Emil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what an actual Jamaican accent sounds like. Luke Cage had it all wrong. I, I see what you. I see what you're so upset about now, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and yeah, as far as uh that that song, I mean, it was so powerful um he just murdered that singing from his soul yeah i like that cry you felt that pain he said as, as they said on 1619 and i think it was one of the homies from still processing who was narrating that episode he was like he scraped the pan they were like it's scraping the pan is what you call it like when people do that that guttural sound that uh, like you put that pain and that pathos and then them songs mm-hmm. like that's a black thing you know
1: mm, i know what they called it
0: yeah well that's what no I, that's how he described it oh like okay. when you're cooking something and you want to get all the seasoning the flavor you scrape the bottom of that pan <laughs> yeah you do because that's where all that flavor is yeah particularly so. when you're making gravies. yeah so it was, I, I loved it i love that description and i love that uh podcast it's a really good show um all right let's see we had com- um uh pl- we had emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com is uh where our emails are at and um we got to okay that's a email i'd say for reviews we got that uh miss ct wrote in ballsy sports for ball movie review so since this was neither to ballsy sports or for sport movie review directly i just didn't know where to put it so i'm just gonna respond to it on the feedback show too cool uh so while y'all were on break i went to 2015 to listen to an episode of the pregame you went way back baby during this episode rod and justin were talking about the movie room starring brie larson mind you this was two weeks ago and the only movies i had seen brie larson in was captain marvel and Endgame. so i decided to sit down and watch the movie then i listened to the sport movie review baby when i tell you i was stressed <laughs> i was really over here with a small panic attack we're having a small panic attack worrying about whether or not jack and joy would make it out the room come on that's a good ass movie y'all i know chris swears by short turn 12 but the room man uh or room i think it's just called room uh i know it's an old movie so i don't want to go through too much detail but it was really a great movie brie larson absolutely did her thing and deserves that oscar she got but that little boy was acting <laughs> just an excellent movie and excellent spoiler movie review to match you and Justin really honed in on the details but when Rod jokingly started off the review with wasn't enough rape I laughed out loud y'all crazy yeah it was a you had to list it a review it was sarcastically said um Rod, Karen and Justin y'all are a masterpiece obviously I love Rod and Karen because uh, there's no black guy without them but Justin's contributions to the premium feed alone is worth the price of entry yeah man i mean justin is you know when i know when we do live shows and stuff like that you know i always try to make sure justin's involved because i feel like justin's done a lot for the show mm-hmm. and you He's know a I've, part of the show. I've tried to find a way to like compensate him and he right. never he always say no like he wouldn't even for a long time he wouldn't even let me pay for like a meal, meal. i'm like man let's go out to eat man it's on me nah man you ain't gotta do that. I'm like I and mean, we both are that way i know that that's our thing but You know, we don't ever want to put anyone out of their way. But I'm like, I just want people to show love and appreciation. And then when we do live events, he's always so pleasantly surprised at how much y'all fuck with him and love right. him he's like
1: y'all invite me i was like why not
0: because like a year ago yesterday was our live show yeah, that we did in charlotte there. and i saw all the pictures from it and stuff and you know i see that last final shot that people have of us kissing on stage to end the episode mm-hmm. and justin's right there trying to talk through it on the microphone <laughs> and i'm like that's perfect that's that's it that's the dynamic so yeah we love justin uh, thanks so much for all the entertainment you all are offering I can't wait to hear the next episode or whatever y'all cooking up lol very respectfully CT thank you thank you um let's see hashtag free Felicity Huffman this is from my girl Rebecca who says good morning Rod and Karen as usual you folks are on point this morning with your politics I'm gonna keep this short and sweet cause politics is the disease nobody wants to talk about ain't it as soon as you said politics I was like oh god no uh even though we talked about it right um yeah GO, the GOP are not messing around they know their power is uh hold on for some reason they cut it off is waning and they are pulling out all the stops mm-hmm. they are not done and it will get worse before it gets better come on now uh. Mm-hmm. Sleep on it if y'all want to. Pay attention. As I was listening to you this morning, I was struck by a tweet thread that I had seen an NC senator outright gerrymander in front of God and everybody and thought nothing of it. After this thread went viral, this senator announced that he's returned. But how many more are in broad daylight blatantly taking away our right to vote because they don't want to lose power? The answer all of them. Yeah, I saw that thread uh before we went on the air. Like I saw it that morning. And I was just like dog do y'all understand how vigilant we have to be with voting and monitoring these fucking politicians like you can't just check out on some you know it's all the same or it ain't gonna get us free anyway it can make things worse and it has made things worse and if we're being fair and honest it has made things better at times too but you gotta hold feet to fire and be vigilant you can't push and then relax because every time we relax evil is right fucking there to take everything back all the time. You know, I know people like to say bombastic things. I think 2016 is the ultimate combination of social media mm-hmm. and our own like being the center of everything in our universes. And then the greater good of politicians coming to a head where it's like you can't even hold accountable a politician because you decided if they're not perfect, fuck them. And if that's the case, then you have no fucking agenda. Mm-mm. you're if you're not at if you're not at the table you're on the menu so that's what happened in 2016 and you know i just want to keep reminding people yo it's not a game it's not over you know i we're still we're all we're not racking up wins right now 2018 you had a lot of people who felt very bad about 2016 coming out and giving you the quote-unquote blue wave there were elections in 2017 there were elections this year in 2019 mm-hmm. and they're coming up some more in November hey man stay on it numbers are down some of these pivotal like off cycle like Republican versus Democrat elections going on right now that's what people are using to measure enthusiasm and for 2020 and so when Dan McCready loses in North Carolina my state because not enough Democrats turned out for him after all this this year of knowing this is coming and getting hype about it that's not good. No, it is not. Donald Trump comes down and does a fucking, you know, one of his rallies and the Republican wins. Amen. I hope people are paying attention. All hands on deck. You know, we can't just be mad because Republicans do fucked up shit. What about your role in it too? You know, that's the Don't nobody want to do shit. They want to complain. Yeah. Like, oh, the Republicans, they had a vote on 9-11. Okay. But what are you doing to keep those Republicans from being there next time? Next right. 9/11? Alright, Tanika writes saying, uh, Sandwich Police. Ryder Karen, I've been listening for about two years now and I listen to countless sword ratcheting segments, so I'm not sure why when you mentioned the double-edged sword that I realized my husband owns a lot of swords. He used to be a karate instructor and owns mostly katanas, but also a bastard sword, double-edged, rapier, and dirk, which is a type of dagger. Before we got married, we agreed we wouldn't have guns in our house and we would use the swords for protection they are pretty much located in various rooms around the house i didn't think anything of it but now i'm going to need to invest in a storage chest to keep them safely locked away mm-hmm. yes because mm-hmm. you don't know i mean look i hopefully husband is a great guy but these swords man niggas be going crazy i'm reading a book right now about a girl that got a hold of a sword and it's looking a little dicey now okay like she might be losing her mind i don't know what's happening uh luckily the only time my (laughs) husband has had to use the book is called the sword by the way so don't hit me on twitter about it it's a graphic novel the book the, the sword and i'm on volume four uh the only time my husband has had to use a weapon when was when a bat uh got into the house and he scared it off with a lightsaber uh who knew that bats don't like the sound of light that lightsabers make i didn't anyway sorry for the long email thanks for you opening my eyes to the perils of sword ps thank you for getting me through the work day and just life in general Tanny from iowa reluctant sword owner girl get them swords out the house protect yourself it's not worth it Shayna writes in hi rod and karen thanks for taking the time to read this email i know it's difficult to do anything five times a week let alone podcast and critically think I wanted to ask if you have an opinion or at least get your perspective on a video I have attached. I'm bringing this to you completely unbiased as to not subconsciously pollute anything on your mind about it. But I will say this. I know this is something that the people at diaspora struggle with um and yeah it's a link to uh killer mike and candace owens and them and i can't shana i no you, mm-hmm. Shayna at all mm-hmm. but i find t.i killer mike and candace owens to be three people that i do not want to see what they have to say about politics at this point at all um so no you know like i said yeah, if no, y'all got something from that video, yeah cool but i just feel like there's a bunch of people saying nothing um uh, being bombastic and uh shitting on black people in different ways uh settling ain't shit uh it's from laura who says hi rod and karen just off my 10 mile bike ride home from work when i was realizing to the segment uh listening to the segment about couples having to basically settle down for partners who may or may not be economically attractive to them and it really just put so much into perspective for me so much so i had to sit down in the middle of a field and send you an email wow here in ireland we have a very similar situation with the housing crisis and having moved back last year after living in Florida for 15 to 20 years with the opportunity I had, unfortunately with my mom passing away and my sister and I inherited her family home, I had to move into a house. In the past, um, uh, you know, sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. In the past, I've had to deal with a lot of difficulties between my dad, um I guess on um, to me who, lol, I didn't know my mom had a backup account till she passed. Or I, I don't know, my dad, something onto me i don't know passing money on
1: probably so okay
0: guilt tripping me to be his provider and also being in a relationship with a man out here who was intimidated that i would not only earn more than him but i also had a place of my own to call home between those two things i was really affected and started talking with both my female family members and my therapist and essentially they all said the same thing that people of my mom's generation and those before her were expected to be there only to support their men mm-hmm. and it was the other way around uh it was like a glitch in the matrix oh if it was the other way around right mm-hmm. which is so funny right because we are taught our whole lives men support women they make the money the woman does the, but we don't that's because we don't value what women do yeah if that emotional about, support is not considered a quote-unquote real support i'm not just talking about emotional support i'm talking about Actual, like, labor. Correct. Stuff that we charge people for. Money.
1: Right. Right, <laughs> that, right, cause if y'all realize, that's why women labor, quote unquote, they don't want to pay you for, it because it's considered yeah. fucking woman's work.
0: Cooking,
1: cleaning, cleaning, nursing,
0: waitressing, a bunch of shit like that, that teaching. women do, and we just expect you to be able to do it, and to do it. That's part of being a woman. Yeah, men get into the field, they're like, the fuck is this? Even though my mom, uh, oh, she keeps putting ma'am, M-A-M, so I guess that's like how they say it over there. Okay. okay. Even though my ma'am instilled in me uh, and my sister from the time we handled money that no matter what we have our own accounts, I still have family members that say, savings, what do you need those for? Send that back to your dad. And it was kind of the same when I was dating too. You can't win. It was an absolute relief, though, to hear you guys talk about it. I love you guys and your show so much. Absolute highlight of my commute when I'm not trying to cuss out these dumbass drivers. Yeah, I feel like drivers and bikers got beef, man. Mm -hmm. like nobody on a car likes a motherfucker on a bike nobody on bikes like a motherfucker in a car sad and you know what? and
1: i think i'm pretty sure it's everywhere but here in the states a lot of people tell you it's real bad in other countries they're very understanding the bikers here we just get fucking it don't bother me but she's in ireland okay we just get fucking angry like yeah
0: yeah she in ireland sound like she be going at it with them uh i have a couple of episodes to catch up on and i'm gonna go going on vacation tomorrow to thailand so i'm sorted for the flights can't wait all my love from ireland laura thank, thank you. you and i enjoy your flights to thailand mm-hmm. and see because you saved up that money you get to go do something nice for yourself come on you know how's that gonna help your dad spending all your thailand money uh tanika writes in again karen you crack me up had me laughing out loud on my desk that word isn't a big deal to me in my opinion oh because the title of this episode is bitch (laughs) (laughs) care was cracking me up i didn't even know what to say i'm like can i laugh at this am i wrong oh it was joke time i was so in my head mark says uh hello rod and karen changes i love the show and i'm a frequent listener but i am emailing because i believe you all were playing charles bradley's rendition of the black Sabbath song changes on your circus delay episode i just wanted to let you know that charles bradley was a black man sadly passed in 2017 uh if you like this song you should check out his album changes thank you mark yeah mark we know he's black that's why i played it i didn't know he was passed though oh no i didn't but i i played it because we playing black versions of white Song, mm-hmm. so yeah we know he'll black man um let's see what else he had uh oh all right that's not that's a customer service thing which i already fixed Our already our rss feed provider had went down for a little bit mm-hmm. but i put in a help ticket and we got it right back up mary says uh nine, ten, nineteen episode catching no catching up catching up and then she put a quote giving away white babies like hotcakes laughing emoji thank you for that god i didn't miss glad i didn't miss this episode thank you mary glad you enjoyed it yeah i try to at least once a week have an episode that's like way more silly than serious and you know that's my goal hopefully people love those uh last week tonight pumpkin spice latte rod I tried the PSL because of your emphatic love for it I didn't love but it was pleasantly surprised I was pleasantly surprised to find that it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be this clip from Oliver's show reminded me of your pumpkin spice latte love and it's a clip of the last week tonight called pumpkin spice latte Uh, how long is this clip do I want to play this Um, I'll see if I can play you know how my computer be acting y'all It works when it wants to. Oh, it's only a minute 31 seconds. All right.
1: And now, this.
2: And now, it's that time of year again. Again. Starbucks will offer its seasonal pumpkin spice latte starting this month on the 27th. That's two weeks from today. The earliest it has ever started. Behold! Pumpkin spice latte has returned earlier than ever before!
0: Not that I'm complaining at all, because <laughs> I admittedly am a PSL lover. But that's not even fall yet. August 27th, right? We're still in summer.
2: 21st is next Wednesday.
0: That, By the way, folks, is the earliest launch ever for the uh, so-called PSL?
2: You know, summer's over when they whip out the pumpkin latte. It's over. Yeah, you give it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even pumpkin. I don't know I why don't, it's called pumpkin spice, cause it's not, there's no pumpkin in it. Starbucks
3: saying they'll be introducing that treat, which for some reason, like McRibs, has a cult-like following. It is, it
2: is, like <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I fucks with that. I didn't know it was coming out earlier than ever before because the people want what they want Aaron. yeah and they probably got tired of people showing up going y'all got point." that was like fuck it just put it out early and honestly man we can't be waiting on fucking the uh we can't honestly wait on um fall to get here anymore because with global warming right it's never fall hey. it's like i gotta wait till winter to get fall fuck that shit i'm getting my psls right now and i will sit on the sunny uh afternoon day and watch these evergreen leaves mm, and, my, and and my uh seventy degree heat. Uh oh I um uh oh I'll get to that later. Okay. Let me get to the to the next one. We got two more emails. Uh Simone writes in another thank you. Hey Rod and Karen I couldn't sleep and I ended up coming across Sherman Showcase about an hour ago IFC has a marathon going right now and I'm so glad you both mentioned it yes welcome to the club the master thief has to step over the lasers and Stevie Wonder as a gateway driver a getaway driver was my intro to the show and I'm sold the media takeout sketch was funny too but the dot 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 rings true Comment and john legend took me out yeah the media takeout sketch to me might be the funniest one on the uh, yeah. yeah, yes I love that one um usually I thank you both for being insightful and inspiring and that stuff is still true but I'm up late or early on feedback Saturday and wanted to thank you for sharing your love of sketch comedy I'm recording Sherman Showcase marathon to help tie me over to a black lady sketch show comes back can't wait for season 2 yeah, and um, and don't forget Southside is good too. It's not sketch, but it's it's such a good show. I hope everyone got their acts together, put five stars on it this week. They did, y'all deserve. Love y'all for real, Simone Sim Simba. Thank, Thank you. you and lastly is alex who says i'm a canadian i'm surprised i haven't heard anything on your podcast yet about justin trudeau i would be interested to hear your perspective in a future podcast well let me tell you why we haven't heard anything yet i think this shit really broke after our last episode of the week which is on it tuesday did. and then more importantly it goes into fucking with black people which we don't do every episode we do it when we feel like it that being said um i don't have a problem um talking about this shit with you uh for justin trudeau so we're just fucking, we're just fucking, fucking with fucking with those blacks we're, we're just fucking, fucking with, with fucking black with black people you hoser that's right guys it's time to talk about the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people eh it's fucking with black people the game where you go all over the globe this time eh? Hey, to discuss fucking with black people and how much we feel fucked with by reading these articles today's contest well it's only one article and it's all about <laughs> prime minister justin trudeau all right let's see what they're talking about um yeah so justin trudeau's black face can't be wiped away um uh, the blackface issue is so powerful because it reveals people's almost total failure to appreciate the ongoing violence of racism, writes Rod Earl. Pamela Jane Smith believes the revelations about the Canadian Prime Minister are politically motivated. Uh, so um basically man, uh, this nigga got some pictures of him doing blackface came out. Uh, and he did a press conference about it on the plane where he was just like, i was very uh <laughs> enthusiastic about blackface uh and i think one of them was like 2001 or something like it ain't that old um and uh this nigga was he was intense like his blackface he at one point he had a blackface picture where he had on uh, jeans oh so they got several of them yeah he got three times at least oh he had jeans on y'all yeah by the way he his blackface press conference he had to come out and admit to the other blackface to get ahead of he's like i did it several times and i was very enthusiastic about it you know and i was wrong you know and the one they showed with him in the jeans though (laughs) y'all i know i'm supposed to be mad i haven't but this nigga oh i can bring it up hold on i'll bring it up hold on he he did, did the blackface in the jeans. Oh. And uh the jeans had rips on the right. Mm-hmm. And underneath the rips of the jeans, you can see he did blackface on his legs.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. He did blackface Going all out.
0: Man, what? Is there an extra credit for blackface going around? <laughs> Is I don't there know extra about? points? Like, I
1: mean, he went for the Robert did Downey some, Jr. Somebody dared him. He tried he to He went him.
0: Tropic Thunder on them he tried to get robert downey jr traffic thunder on their ass oh my god it was so bad oh. so this is the one that everyone first found this okay is the, uh, this is the one with him as aladdin supp- supposedly in blackface uh shout out to the asian lady on them, up there too um and he's also touching somebody's bare like chest area not their titties but like above it mm-hmm. and i'm like she, she ain't get no black paint on her um chest mm-hmm. And then uh there's this one which I I don't know what this one is for uh he was just uh doing blackface in that one and where's the picture in the jeans the one in the jeans I think was a video but yeah I, you could just see under the jeans he this the one in the jeans but I, it's not the full picture uh but you could see under the jeans He he had blackface under the jeans <laughs> oh man sometimes we're just not the show to be to be the one to cover this cause Mm -mm. uh, (laughs) (laughs) cause sometimes it's about them jokes so if you want to know what I honestly would score the Justin Trudeau blackface controversy I can only speak for me and Karen or me myself and we can only speak for us is what I mean to say (sighs) for me man I would give this shit like a 25 maybe I mean it's kind of the ralph northam thing to me like i don't know why these motherfuckers like thank god he he didn't he wasn't stupid enough to try to bust a moonwalk but it's kind of Ah! kind of the same shit i don't really have room to get outraged about this anymore i don't behoove anyone who is outraged but i know that i know it's definitely politically motivated that's why that's why ralph northam and uh the what was the rapist ass cook lieutenant governor whatever is that's why that shit leaked at the same time to try to get them both to resign so they would give up the virgin the democratic seats uh and then it was going to be you know republicans in virginia next time or underneath them that would have been a republican governor all of a sudden i know it's politically motivated i do understand right because the other way around they don't give up shit the right thing to do is to resign but i understand the big picture and with both of them, well, I can see him going, no. I'll say Northam. And nah, I won't really say right. the other one because I think he really should have resigned. But, uh, with Northam, I was like, yeah, don't resign. Fuck it. I don't care. You can only go in for one term anyway. So you can't even get reelected. So yeah, we need a Democrat in that seat for the next however long you're in that seat. And hopefully a Democrat comes up behind you and gets that seat again. So that's the only thing I care about there. Um, and as far as, uh, Justin Trudeau, i understand he's a very liberal like dude that is uh woke or whatever in canada i'm sure he has some issues of his own that mm. because i don't live there i don't know all the problems he has and i'm sure he has some because you're the figurehead of a uh, of a country and there's no country that's not problematic so agreed you know but i'd rather have him in office than some conservative person uh so i hope he stays and if he doesn't stay i hope a democrat wins or you know their version of a democrat wins mm-hmm. the seat next time so 25 for me karen i would give it i'm gonna give it a 50 okay yeah yeah uh, blackface is one of those things i know i'm supposed to be offended but it's absurd. it's so absurd i can't help but laugh like it's so it's so ridiculous he didn't even look like a lad and he Mm-mm. he like mr popo from 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 Dragon Ball Z, if you guys watch Dragon Ball Z, he mm-hmm. looked like he was doing cosplay of Mr. Popo. Right, there's nothing Aladdin about it. Shit, the nigga just got a tan and did Aladdin. Just ridiculous. I I can't help it, man. It's, it's so stupid. All right, we got one last email. It says sliding in the door before the last couple of minutes of office hours. You did catch us. Hi, Karen and Rod. After hearing your rebuke from the last feedback, I felt like a college student who started out strong yet slacked out towards the middle of the semester. Here's my visit to office hours to get myself back on track. Rod, I love your ad libs last week on the game show songs. Please keep surprising us with them. This past week, uh, when you two reported uh, the story about men feeling taken advantage of on Tinder, my first thought was women go on dates to get free food. Maybe due to trigger warning being molested by an older cousin when I was seven, I've always felt like i've always worked to maintain my agency in relation to men so whenever i go on a date i always make sure that i can afford the meal of whatever place we're meeting up at i make sure that when i'm not feeling the guy to pay for half the bill in my limited dating experience i've only had two guys pay my half of the bill and it's because i felt safe with them and really felt that they were nice people and writing this out possibly i worry that i owe the guy something if they pay for my meal right that's sad but that is how a lot of women are made to feel which is also a result of patriarchy Mm -hmm. another layer a lot of times what you owe them sex right that's why you don't want to pay because it's like nah, i owe this nigga sex and or this he thinks i do and i'm not going to have sex with him so now i'm almost justifying his anger in that he i paid for this meal and i ain't getting none you know that kind of old bullshit right that's why you like look if i can't afford to pay we we need to pick another restaurant yeah and if we're being fair we were talking about gender dynamics at the time but if we're being fair i mean I, my personal belief is whoever asked is should pay you know that doesn't always play out that way because the patriarchy sometimes I, I had i famously have a friend uh one of my favorite stories is that he went out with a girl on a date that she asked him to go on that he told her i'm broke and i can't afford to go on this date we're both he's in college she has a job he doesn't he's like i can't afford to do this so maybe another time she's like no right. please i'll take you out it's your birthday it's fine and she actually she worked at a radio station she got an attitude about the fact that he couldn't pay like she, she really told yes it, after he don't. told her he communicated f- properly at the end of the day she got an attitude about like you really ain't got no money and he was like i told you i was broke i was i went bullshitting this you was, this was your idea like i was totally fine just not even Doing going on the else and so um it just it got bad from there it got worse you know then it's like well you want to go to a movie it's like i don't have money for the movies fine and then she paid for the movie ticket and was mad about that shit and Man, all we
1: this broke up fuck you bitch. they weren't together it's just a date oh
0: so then uh he like the next day or so like he's home chilling and or in this room chilling and listen to the radio Why was she on the radio talking about how men don't pay for days and this the worst date i ever been on exactly and i was like yeah that was foul so you know my personal belief is the person who asks is probably the person that should be willing to pay now if i understand i have a lot of women that are my friends that are like yo i always bring enough money to pay for my own shit and shit in some cases pay for both of us just in case You know and which i would obviously recommend but if you're talking best case scenario in your head when you're going on a date most of the time you're optimistic you're hoping that you have a good time he'll be a gentleman i mean cishet right Mm -hmm. he'll be a gentleman and he will pay for what the fuck the date is or at least offer to i mean just because of you know um societal circumstances and patriarchy that's kind of the way it's worked is i am asking you to enjoy your company and your time um and just the fact that you're here to do this i'm gonna pay for this meal that's you know maybe it's old school and chivalrous i maybe a chivalrous anyway maybe you guys don't do that anymore but my guess is a lot of people still do do that um but niggas are fuck boys so always be prepared and i also understand the idea of being like i don't let people pay for my food sometimes when we go out with our friends and stuff there's been situations where uh you know we'll pay for the meal or they'll pay for the meal or whatever but I'm always prepared to pay for that meal because mm-hmm. you know I, I don't expect anyone to do that they shouldn't have to and you know vice versa another layer on this is that I'm saving myself from marriage so I guess I feel guilty having a guy pay for my meal and then they find out that I won't be sleeping with them they might feel upset having paid for my meal might have to explore this further in my next therapy session yeah I, I don't want to touch that's kind of there could be a lot of reasons that you would have to get into the why are you saving yourself for marriage if that's a religious thing if that's a religious thing saving yourself for marriage there's some mental stuff around like Mm -hmm. how much of saving yourself for marriage is about owing your husband that doesn't exist yet your sex as your value so that could be a lot of there could be a lot of shit in there um and the thing i just want to say is the reason i was like yeah if you want to get a free meal on a date and that really applies for men and women um go do that shit like i understand that shit nigga if i was when i was a broke college student now i was with karen but if karen was like Yes, I got some money. You want to go out to eat? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yes. Because it was treat me
1: right. Because it was times where I not trying funny. I was literally the only one working. I was either yes. RA or either I worked at Shawnee. So I be like, you know what? I got you know some few right. extra dollars. There times when
0: I was the one working, the right? Wendy's and and the McDonald's or my when I was working in the administration office, like you know. But you know, we were together, so it was a little different. But the point being, like uh if somebody was inviting you out on a and the 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 thing was spend an hour with me and i'ma feed you nigga i have done worse okay i have like i have gone to a whole church that i knew i was never coming back to because i was like fried chicken so i mean i'm not knocking any woman that feels that way like if she's just like look I'm i'll take i'll let a nigga take me out he gonna spend spend some steak money on me then yes you know and i think the problem is men feeling entitled and that's really sounds like the whole gist of your uh, gist of uh your hang-up about this is that you don't you're so worried about how these men are gonna feel um but i say fuck them niggas come on Just if you same thing to me not nah, obviously it's not my safety and i'm not the woman blah blah, blah i get it and we are talking very cis heteronormative stuff but listen to me if i hate the date that's more reason for you to pay for this shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> like nigga you whack oh psh, psh, glad this steak is on you then because uh i definitely didn't want to spend time with a whack nigga tonight i could have watched a fucking scandal for this you know anywho love you too and i hope you are receiving you receive my five-star review from apple podcast this week i paid low from writing uh, i paid low from writing or calling in this past couple weeks because i was getting worried that i was writing in too much be sure to know that i'm here listening to you and rooting for you even when i don't write in best Catania, uh Catania. um yeah man this is cool i didn't think you were writing in too much Mm-mm. or whatever but you know what well, to each day on and we do appreciate the feedback you know um and the last thing i don't know if you guys know but in two days it's gonna be my birthday mm-hmm last year i had the best birthday of all time the best birthday party of all time because you know um, we did the last show yeah i want to talk about that last year i've got one say something but uh this time is just keeping it low key now we do have an amazon wish list mm-hmm. and uh people go on there from time to time and get us things and my girl angie aka veggie vixen she never forgets um not that i'm blaming the rest of y'all but just you know she'd be looking out um so yeah she said uh enjoy this gift anzi a.k. anzi underscore d74 oh you changed your name from veggie vixen okay um and she got me some gifts let me see what we got here on oh my movie crazy rich asians Mm -hmm. i fucks with it okay um i really did enjoy this movie though i cried like a motherfucking one i enjoyed that movie when that when she walked out and that that water started filling up it wasn't even the main wedding it was beautiful wasn't it and then she got ooh, tea forte single steeps the perfect measure for the perfect cup 28 pre-portioned loose leaf teas now now i will say it's my birthday but karen is the one that puts the tea stuff on the list so this is really gonna go to karen i bet i'ma drink the hell out of it but because some pumpkin in there probably but because you did send it on my birthday i will make sure to go in there and 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 get some to to uh to take some from her uh because you know it's not. i got all types of tea in there it's my birthday and she has enough tea but then you also (laughs) hooked me up with the uh the assorted coffees because mm-hmm. you know i got the curic up in there mm-hmm. and uh yeah some of my favorite people cake Bu- cake boss wolfgang Puck, marley coffee crazy cups so thank you so much man i appreciate it uh oh wait no was, oh veggie vixen says that's not her so it's anzy then mm-hmm. okay my bad anzy my bad uh in that case uh veggie vixen is now not on my favorite people list you are now <laughs> my My bad my bad she has now been taken off of the list because you know i did not discuss i did not uh you know i don't get down like that so until i receive her gift you now number one (laughs) so hey you moved up in the ranks okay i'll check the mail today see see where angela uh, Angela stands at the end of the day okay (laughs) we you know <laughs> we move fast over here we move we move fast at the blackout tips okay you can be best friends today go on tomorrow okay so <laughs> happy birthday indeed Ezzie. i'm sorry i was giving somebody else credit uh shout out to edge uh for uh veggie vixen for uh being a stand-up person and, chatting and being like no that's not me uh so all right thank you guys and uh care what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say we
1: kind of talked about it uh yesterday was a year since we had the uh, the live show uh here in charlotte north carolina our first ever live show and uh a year goes by fast and i was seeing the pictures and things like that and it brought back a lot of memories and i'm just still thankful uh for that opportunity and thankful for everybody that came down and thank you for everybody that did you know spent money on traveling expenses hotel expenses that took time off work and all that stuff to, to make the event uh, happen. I'm thankful everybody bought tickets and wasn't able to make it. And the people that were allowed to come because people were just like, they donated, uh, tickets so that people could come. And I am not going to lie, y'all. Uh, whenever time we crossed the Blumenthal Performing Arts Center, like just driving downtown, I almost want to bust out in tears because I was like, it took y'all supporting and things for us to be able to even do that thing and i am so happy and i'm just so uh delighted uh that we were able to do that we got more things coming but i was just very excited and delighted and i'm glad so many people had a good time and had very fond memories of that day
0: and uh i hope y'all are still friends with all the people you went with but if mm-hmm. not i hope you enjoyed that week that y'all were here that those couple of days i saw people stay the weekend go to other events mm-hmm. go out at the, to the club at night and all that stuff and it really just reminded me of all the joy that people had coming together right. um and that's really what it's all about for us and uh you know i hope that people built some some bridges some relationships that last forever and same you know if not i hope they had a good time for that time um And, you know, it really really meant a lot to me because I don't celebrate my birthday like that. I don't don't. do birthday parties. I Mm -hmm. don't really go out. So to have a situation where um, people are coming into town and, you know, like for one night, you know, having a good time and it's, you know, right around my 40th birthday and stuff. It was like, oh, cool. This is how this feels. So uh you know to see everybody and hug everybody and sign autog- autographs mm-hmm. <laughs> autographs yeah, right and, autographs we were uh, signing shit
1: and then and shout out to chris lamberth and um justin and stuff like that that means a lot
0: our event planner julian yes like, we just had it was just a very dope time and space to be in there and you know like like karen said we got some other plans and stuff that we're plotting on uh coming up so we had a lot always of, plotting we had a lot of change this year with karen you know changing jobs and stuff like that but we always got stuff guys always always got ideas cooking um so yeah that's it for today we'll be back tomorrow don't forget thrive talks thursday uh the pizzeria is called 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar september 26 6 to 8 p.m we'll be talking about podcasting with thrive talks um all right we've gone long enough on your feedback thank you for all the five-star views and thank you until tomorrow i love you i love you too